Hello, I'm Sean McCangus, and this is episode 13, season 2 of the Highland League podcast. Um, today's guest is former Bucky, Devon Vale and Huntley manager Greg Carroll. In this interview, he opens up about his title success at Bucky and Devon Vale, his time at Huntley and much more. Hope you enjoy this interview. When was the first time you got your your appetite for coaching? Well, it was way way back. Um, uh, I was helping. I, I got asked to help out in a kids team. I think it was, and then I ended up getting left for that team coaching. I think uh, under 11s it was at one point, and then um, it just went long for there. Uh, obviously, went in coaching badges, and then um, just continued. To take it forward. So, so how did your coaching experiences, at the likes of Banks of D, Sunny Bank, um, prepare you um for for the for eventually the job at Devon Vale? Well, I didn't coach at Sunny Bank. Uh, I played at Sunny Bank. Well, I was getting my heart out. I was. I didn't actually play all the time at Sunny Bank. Uh, so the Banks of D thing. I mean, that was kids again. That was for. Uh, under 15s, I think, right through to under 16s, and then I moved to East End Juniors, uh, coaching under 18 squad. So you've got to have a look at it, and then you change all the time. You change the way you're coaching because you're coaching different players, and then obviously I'm putting players up to Devon Vale youth team to start with, and then I took their youth team, and that was just a different ball game all the other. So it's you just change all the time. It's just different experiences. Um, you learn. You learn. You learn off of players, actually, um, and how they went to progress and how you've got to motivate them and get them a wee nut out again. So I think I had um, quite a good grounding before I the there and honest. So when the opportunity came um, to to get the, the job, how did you feel about taking it on? Well, it was quite funny because um, I think it's well known that I, I got the job originally as a caretaker manager. Brian Stewart moved, I was his assistant, um, Brian um, resigned I think, and I took it in just a short period, Malcolm Murray came in, and then lo and behold Malcolm went, and I did hear a conversation with the directors at the time, they were willing to take it again, I said well I'll take it, but I ain't taking it as a caretaker this time, yeah, they'll give me a chance to do the job, or can I, I'll just go as well. So, beef Devon Vale, um, the directors there will give me a shot. Uh, to move on, and, and we did. It was it was really good. So I enjoyed myself. At, uh, I enjoyed myself. I didn't ever done anything. Apart from the odd trophy, yeah. Um, was changing with the directors. They they had a good vision ahead of them. I was happy to be part of that. So yeah, it was interesting times. Yeah. Um. So so what was it like? Because um back then you were like classed as the the youngest manager in Scottish football. I was actually the youngest manager in Europe, funnily enough. <laughs> it's senior level, and all the reason I found out was because I was the largest, the oldest. So it was, um, it was nice. Of course, it was nice. But I was really an experience. So um, it was good for me because, the, 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 as I said, the directors and the committee at the time um, encouraged me. They kind of let me do my own thing. I made a lot of mistakes. Of course, I did. Um, but it was a good. It was a good. It was good for me at the time. The early days. That was sure. Yeah. So um. 
So your your first um cup win with Vale was Aberdeenshire ah. Cup. Um, how great was that to to get the first trophy? perfectly honest because we knew we were going somewhere we knew we were score a player um, it was just a case of getting them to believe in themselves um, the first cup one we, we knew that certain players that were still at the club at the time we, they had to move on we knew that but it was good for them to, to go and play against the Bells it's bigger club and Ball Moore Peter Hens ground new ground at the time and a good place of us a good side at the time and it was um, we rode with luck in certain occasions but we played really really well to be perfectly honest so um, not that long after you you won the league for the first time with Devon Vale um, how great was that and what do you think was the, the key ingredients in, in getting the the title the key ingredients was the year before because they were so disappointed that we hadn't won it um, the year before, and I think themselves probably had won it a year before. And I've, I think I've made it quite open and clear that the year we lost the league to players about Bell's league, um, they were one of the best squads of players I've ever worked with, really, honestly. They were, they were passionate about the game, they, they were committed to everything they did, they were a good bunch of lads that all uh, played together, socialised together. And they really wanted to do well for, not just themselves, but do well for Devon because they loved it. Um, so so that season you had um, Ian Murray and Mike McKenzie. Mike McKenzie getting 27 goals and Ian Murray yeah. getting 52. How amazing was that to have like such a formidable strike force? It, it was great to hear the two of them. I mean, they're two great characters. Of course they are. Um, Moldy being Moldy and, and Mike was just a little bit of talent. Absolute talent. to get into that squad as well keep them on their toes and they can reach the tables of the world they um, can the world get Biggie in a short term before he moved on um, that was good for them and they had to be the top of the game and to be fair I mean it was probably as the season one selecting they love to I mean goal tally just sums up as you quite rightly said so it, it was good for them like players good lads yeah um so you did, you'd done well in terms of Scottish Cup um, playing against teams the likes of um, Air United and Park Thistle and running them close. Um, how great was that um, experiences? Um, I think it, it was great experiences for the club because the club needed to be put in the light, uh, not just in the kind of local scene, the Highland, but to be noticed throughout Scotland with the Scottish Cup to and as you rightly said, I mean, we played played Pumping a number of times. Um, we played Orton, we played uh, Ayr, um, we played uh, Elgin City, Montrose. Um, I mean, one season, I think if I remember right, we, we beat Montrose first, I think it was, and then the next round was Elgin, and then we go to Ayr United. So, I mean, that itself can says a lot to the club and it was good for me as a manager because I got to get to, to rub shoulders more managers and try the best out with them. Um, never succeeded, by the way, but well, well, I suppose I did succeed with the, the Elgin and Montrose. But it was good for me as a manager um, to, to see how the other, say like the other half lived, you would say, uh, when they've got to compete in the third, second division every week and see how hard it is. 
um, and great for the club and the players to get that bit of experience under their belt so if they had any ambition to move up then they knew exactly what they were going into yeah so um, would, would it be fair to say that the second league title was slightly sweeter considering it was a harder task it was certainly a harder task of course it was um, sweeter I think every cup fight uh, sorry uh, league, league one's great I really do Um Obviously, the, 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 certainly the Devon Vale thing from going at first and for the club because they'd never won it before. Um, but I think it was good for the players as well to, to then go and win it. It was a two years later, three years later. So that it wasn't just a flash in the pan. Can I let everybody see that Devon Vale could go and win it again? Um, because from a one at Devon Vale, I think, was only, I think once we got going, they didn't won any trophies. Mm. We're always in the mix, we're always winning leagues or qualifying cups, Aberdeen Shells, Aberdeen Shells Shields. Um, we're all, always in cup finals. I think we were in, was it, five league cup finals and lost every one. Mm. So can I, that's the sort of highlights to everything. And you're right, I suppose it was a second, I think the second was, was better. I think it was just as enjoyable, mm. um, but a hard task, as you quite rightly said. Yeah. Um. So what. Over the years, the the Bucky Devon Vales derbies have have been quite significant in terms of league titles and cup semi finals. How great an experience was to be part of that? Because there used to be sold out games and the whole atmosphere around it. Aye, of course, and it was great great for the fact when it was played. Because we remember it was played like the Christmas and um, I found it really funny actually because I. Kim Balf, McDuff being you know, kind of like three orientated and also you go to Bucky, that's exactly the same. But the footballs used to come in at that time, so, so the crowd was made up of all these guys fishing and mm. were so passionate about their clubs. Uh, and you, you knew yourselves, and certainly when you went to obviously Key Park or you walked out uh, to these games, you could feel the atmosphere, you could feel the left. And it didn't matter who was in form. But uh, in that game, you leading up our games. It was the day. I mean, it, we went to was it we Bucky? I think I think we went to Bucky. Sorry, we went to Devon Vale with Bucky, and the beat is eight eight one. Um, on the derby, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it's just fantastic. It had to be be part of it. To be honest, it really was. Yeah. Um. So so looking back at your time at Devon Vale, um, what mm. what was the what was the standout moments um for you? Standout moment, I think, progress the way we did. I mean, talking Devon Vale first team all the time. Um, you know we were in the highlight all the time, but certainly behind the scenes, the standout moments for me was to see the youth teams. The youth teams were fantastic. We went on a under 21s won it three times I think if I remember right where we walked Robertson and some of these guys that was involved there and just to see the 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 delight in some of their faces can people like Linda Legg who can help me from my PA to be perfectly honest I used to wind it up with that um, see their faces and they're enjoying the week to them mm. um, and like Stuart McPherson all these, all these guys have been at club for, for ages and hadn't won anything just to be able to give them that wee bit of kind of success and um, just to see their faces every day with one games, you know. Yeah. Um. So, so what what made you move on to to Bucky? Was there any reasons particularly, or? No, I think um, when I moved to Devon Vale, I think it's 
notes now that kind of she was up um, when I moved to Denville, although I had kind of 10 or 10, 11 years at Denville. And the club wanted to move um, direction. Uh, I think the new direction they wanted to move in, collectors, uh, I think they, they thought they knew better than the people that had been at the club mm. longer than we had. And it was wrong. It was just totally wrong. But however, up, um, up down, and um, it was quite to be perfectly honest. I was very happy about it. So I stayed in the game. Um, and then, if I remember, Al Duncan actually spoke to me because uh, the moved. Uh, we coming to Bucky. I was in the right that he, I made it clear from the press. Um, and then the Will Brothers got the job. Hmm. And they did all right. I mean, Bucky were a good side. And they went through a couple of bad results, I think. And I think they were, well, were asked to move on. And then Mark Duncan got up with me again and asked if I was interested. Yeah, he fought in America, I think. And um, at that time, I think it was the right thing to do. Although I was pretty much aware, the media would have put all over it because uh, nobody for Bucky goes to Devonville. Eh, sorry, nobody for Devonville goes to Bucky yeah. as a manager. Um, and, uh, but it was a good challenge for me and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, so go, going into a side with um, quite um, low morale and then also getting thrashed by Lockheed United, um, what were your thoughts at the time? Well, I mean, when you go into any job, I mean, I knew I knew Bucky were a good club. Make no mistake of that. I wouldn't go into a club I didn't think was a good club because then you have to build a club and then you have to build a team up. You know what I mean? So it's going to be quite a hard push to do that. A club like Bucky, hmm. um, can they win success? So it, it was important. Well, a lot of things on the play. So I took the game to Lockheed. We got beat at Lockheed. Um, I knew right through there that the problem was certain little things. Kind of way the players were going about their business. I wasn't really happy with it. Um, we changed a few things um, pretty much. Um, we changed the training that we were. I took a big chance with that because some players when I bought into it that we trained at Bucky once a week. Um, and uh, can that's the sort of things you've got to do and you've got to make major can major decisions uh, that, that, that you went to and you know it was right to do it and to move clubs on. Mm. I think Martin makes a point in the book. I went up to a game at Bucky actually. Well, in fact, I was at Turf to start with. And then I went up to Bucky and Raymond Carnell was a manager at the time. Bucky got beat, they played really well. They got beat, I can't remember who they were playing, but they got beat that day. And I said, I wasn't even going to go into the dressing room, but I says, right, let's just make a start to it. And I went into the dark room and if I says, yeah. And um, I think the first words to them were, you, well, you got your last manager sucked, you want to get me sucked, and this is the way we're going to do it. So, okay, that's a big chance to take. What a, kind of, what a senior players there. And if you look at uh, the players at end again at the end of my time at Bucky, the majority were still there. We did move quite a few on, but they weren't the regulars a lot of them. Um, the majority of the squad was still there, and um, they were really good and really successful at. Yeah. So, so how important was it to instill a, a winning mentality um, into the team? I, I don't think you do that. I, I think that any player worth a gold has got a winning mentality either. Again, they've, they've, they've got to have that before they went to play football. Um, so 
I mean, I didn't really have to motivate a lot of players. I had to drive them on sometimes because they get lazy. Every player gets lazy. Mm. And if you're lucky with that, then they'll just get into it themselves and just accept it. So, winning mentality, I mean, everybody knew me. They knew exactly what I was about. They knew kind of my, the standards that I set. And to be honest, I mean, the majority of players at Bucky aren't at different people. They had their own standards, and they, they, their standards were quite high because if they weren't, they wouldn't be there. So, as of winning, winning mentality, if you look at the players that I've worked with through the days at Buckley and Devon Vale, and, and even in a touch on Huntley, mm. um, they were all winners. Every single one was winners. So I just basically guided the shift a wee bit and made sure it was going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so how, how great was it to also um, win, win, the, win the first league title for Bucky? Um, and also um, do, obviously, at another club... Um, <clears throat> To build on the success previously for, for from your time at Vale? Well, Bucky, it was important in Bucky because the first season at Bucky, we went on, we won every, sorry, the first season at Bucky, I think it was, we won the Everly Sherry Cole, and it was a fantastic performance actually at Turriff, when Maris scored in a double that day. Uh, so we knew we were in the right direction, and if you remember, the Bucky teams were always good up to Christmas, and then at the turn of Christmas, they would do well. So, we were basically a second pre-season at Christmas time. I think when we went into probably February and March, we knew that we were on the right track. Um, and it, the hype was building right for then. The hype was going through the players. I was trying to keep the players free in the, the deck. But we knew ourselves. We knew ourselves. All we had to do, really, was just keep David over there. And um, we kept that with a couple of key results. And then on the... F- Third day, the second last day of the season, I think it was. Um, we went to Wick. I think we started one game to go. Yeah, we, we went to Wick to beat Wick up there. Now, Wick is always kind of hard place to go, regardless of who you're with. And we went to Wick and we absolutely destroyed. But it was probably one of our best performances. We, we, we were fantastic. I've watched that game so many times and we really well. And it was great to see. Kenani Jarpies of the world, Joe Jarpies of the world, even they came out of the dressing room after the game, and it was just, it was, it was fantastic to see. And then going, going to it again the year after, it was important for me as a manager. Can you, I think it's a famous quote I've made in the book again is that can we retain the season, we had to retain the league, we had to go and win it again, which we did. Mm. And uh, that was very, very hard to do. And I, I, can, and it, I think the fact it was Devon Vale we were playing against just made it even sweeter for everybody and I don't mean that in a kind of derogatory way to Devon Vale I mean it, it, it was fantastic because it was a derby you know and so it was a really big game for both sets of fans because it was a derby and because it was a league decider So um, looking back at your time at, uh, at Bucky you've got so much um, highlights what are the what would you say is the standout moments from Bucky? Definitely the first in one league there. Yeah. Um, as I said in the, just uh, earlier, that can every league, can every league title is, is a great thing to happen, a great thing to do. But I think okay, the history alone can say to all that they're a very successful club, um, but they hadn't won a league since 1950 something, I think. Mm. Uh, and so to win it was fantastic for fans, for me as a manager, because then um, I'd won a league. Two different clubs, so that was the only thing. So, um, you then went 
um, the other time out of football and then went to Huntley. Um, how did you? How do you look back at your time at Huntley? Are you a bit frustrated on you didn't manage to do as much as you wanted there? Or yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, Huntley took to be fair, Huntley they took a tumble because of obviously the media, the press, mm. uh, the the of following through and thing. Um, so they took a big tumble me, um, and I thank him for that because there's not a lot of clubs would have done that. Um, Frustration, definitely frustration because I think I um, can I say I didn't give Huntley the credit. Credit's the right word. I didn't give Huntley as much as I should have been able to give him. That's that's, that's the thing with them. I, I felt that um, I was in the right track with them. That okay, we weren't getting results in the fifteen part, but everything in the background was falling out. Because we got in the club with a financial. Uh, problems by changing the wage structure, can the, the, the directors and committee were well, uh, behind us on that. Um, as I said, a lot of young players through Glenn Mewison was coming through. Um, we had to, we'd signed a lot of the young, the, sorry, so we signed a lot of the players again that we wanted to keep. They'd bought on into the wage structure, so everything was sort of in place. So I feel I'll use it cheated. I cheated the right one, mm. but I, I think. Kind of cheated Huntley myself. My my health was good at the time. I was going through a lot of problems myself, kind of physically and mentally. So, kind of was difficult. Uh, and I was trying to do a job that was hard anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I do feel frustrated, and I, I kind of would apologise to Huntley for that because I think um, we I underachieved as a manager to get them where I wanted to go. Okay, I've got a couple of quick-fire questions. So um, what, would, what would you say is um, your favourite and least favourite ground you've been to in the Highland League? <laughs> least favourite is definitely Forest. Uh, um, plain and simply because I was never successful. My time at Bucky and Devonville and Huntley, I think over a... How long was in the Highland League? 14 years in total, I think. I, I probably only one or three times. <laughs> it was a ridiculous place to go. Um, most favourite ground um, probably Bellsley um, just for the atmosphere hmm. just for the atmosphere I love going to Bellsley so who who would you say was your best ever signing best ever yeah it's got to be Ian Murray it's hmm. got to be um, he gives so much back to every club that he was involved in uh, that I was a manager it's got to be him do you ever consider going back into management any time in the future? I'm not a person that never says never. Mm. I'm, I, I'm just not a person that does that. Um, would I have the same motivation to do it? Would I have the same drive, determination? I don't know until I would actually do it. Um, I think, some, can you hear this comments finishing a high? Mm. Well, no, I don't think so. You finish when it's the right time to finish. Um, I've been at the game now four years, I think, five years. Um, and in fact, I've changed so much in that time. So I'd have to catch up or go in with an assistant manager or, or club that have been can be in that position of a file because it's hard to go back in. Even when I went to Huntley, I think it was like two years out, two and a half years out. And it was everything had changed. Kind of, I, I didn't know some players. And <laughs> that's hard. It's a hard thing to do, you know. Yeah. So, so how do you think your your Devon Vale and Bucky teams would have fared? Say they got 
say they went up in the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. um, and went up to League Two, how how do you think they would have fared? Um, I think they've done all right mm. because um, if you think the, the the Scottish Cup can games are played against these clubs, can the third division clubs, second division clubs, I think we would have would have held our own, definitely held our own. But what people have got to understand in one-off games, that's all right. But you've got to do it consistently every week if you're in the third and the second division, you know. Um, and that's a hard bit. But can people go just look at Cove? Cove have done really well. Mm. So I think that clubs definitely were sales at Devonville and Bucky. And I would go as far as to say the, the, the Keith sides at the time as well. We would have failed all right. I think we would have done. Someone sent me in, in this question. They said, "Was it ever true that you wanted an open top bus when you won the league with Vale?" <laughs> uh, that's a that's a laugh. The open top. With me, actually, the open top bus. The open top bus um, was. We were told that we could get an open top bus. That's what we were told by the directors at Devonville. Um, well, certain directors at Devonville. It was that never came for me. I can assure you that. And nobody ever said to me about an open top bus. We were told that we would get an open top bus if we wanted it, and uh, we said, "Well, if that's what you want, you crack up with it." Oh, that would have been amusing. That would have been, <laughs> been well. I think if you think about it, Devonville, you can only go from McDuff across the across the bridge and then up the main street. So I don't see where we're going to go with. To be perfectly honest. Um, so, so who would you say were your toughest opponents you faced in the in the league? Um, the days that I was involved in, definitely, Mark and Keith, um, Charlie Duncan's good with a good kind of good success against them. Um, Cove Rangers are a, can they were right there and there and teams like um, Forest Mechanics said it Forest of being in my life seriously <laughs> uh, hard hard physical side good side new for doing um, yeah that sort of clubs yeah, and then probably on the periphery locals can locals were coming up they were up and going um, but yeah I'd go to Forest to say Keith Fraser and Definitely Forrest. Forrest would probably be the top, to be fair. Do you ever miss Highland League football? Um, oh, yeah, I do, actually. I miss the crack. I miss the crack with the players. I miss the crack with the managers. Um, can I, everybody was surrounding with the club at the time. Can, certainly, Devonville, as I said, the directors, a lot of the directors, some of the directors came to training. Mm. So we'd crack with them. Linda Leg was out there. Can she used to pull my leg all the time? So yeah, I do. I miss all that. Um, can Alan still? Can these guys that are? Can they're born and bred Devonville? They, they, well, they, they were at the time, and then when you go to Bucky, can they any job? Is not. I miss all that. I really do miss all that because it was good fun. It was you, you were doing it for them, and can they were important people as far as I was concerned. So can can you ever see? Because I'm. Um... Vale has seemed to changed over the years. Um, going now going under the route in terms of younger players. Um, because a lot of the teams, to be fair, have have been given a lot of money over the years. So what do you ever think they can get to the stage of of becoming like a top four team again? I don't see why they can't. It's hard. I'm still get these guys. It's of course it's got to be hard. Hmm. Don't forget, can people think that we spent a lot of money at Vale? We didn't spend a lot of money at Vale. We spent money in the right places. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, 
I did it Bruce the director. He was a really clever person. Can mm. any money I go for Eddie I to replace it at the end of the season? <laughs> and, and we did that by either selling a player or, or we were qualifying qualifying for the Scottish Cup. Usually paid it to be fair. But I don't see why Devonville can't. But they're just going to have to be given time. Um, for his vast knowledge of the game, I can assure you, and his know how the players as well. Okay, that's why given a bit and give him a bit of time to can blend in the young players, get them going to can to 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 go and see what the game's about because that's an important thing. I mean, supporters just want results, and I get that mm. they want to see the team win. I totally get that, but surely if they see young players coming. Through, it's born and bred at a club. And these players, that club means a lot to them, you know. Mm. They're there every year. They, 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 seriously, it means a lot to them, the, the club. So, can if everybody's just a bit patient, they see why Devonville can't be up there in the top four. I'm not going to go as far as to say challenging mm. because can money does go over with the big clubs. Yeah. Um, they spend a lot of money and it will be hard. But I think if you see Devonville up there on the top four, maybe even can win a trophy here or there, can I, that's a good achievement for any club. It really is. Yeah. Um, so do you, I'm guessing, do you keep up to date with the Highland League um, much? Or? Oh, yeah, I do. I mean, I've got it on Twitter, so I, can I look for the the, um, the scores coming through? Um, and it's interesting. It still surprises me some of the results on a Saturday. Um so I do keep up to date and as I said well Diffie was actually doing a London with his family mm. so um, I spent a bit of time with him so he was keeping up to date with certain things so oh, yeah, dude, the Highland League's the Highland League's great I, I love it I still love it um, kind of obviously on the, the, the Highland League um, Twitter pages as well so <laughs> I keep up to date through social media and, all that, and, it, and it's great to see again, how, how well the, the Highland League's doing and, and the, the clubs have been involved with they're, they're still up there and they're about so, so how great do you think it's been the the playoffs in terms of of gaining promotion up from the Highland League? I was involved in a. I was involved with the committee. The committee. I was involved with a forum. I think it was up at Elgin way way back in my early days at Devonville when that was put to them mm. about promotion relegation the pyramid system. Um, I think it might have been nineteen ninety eight. I think nineteen ninety nine, and. It was Eddie Bruce actually first mentioned it to to the to the forum, and um, I I agreed with it. I, I still agree with it. Um, I don't see why the clubs should be promoted. Um, the playoffs is the right thing to do. Um, it makes it exciting, of course it does. But I'll be honest with you, I'm still in favour of promotion relegation as is. Mm. So you win the, the Highland League. You're promoted. Yeah. If you want the the low the, the, the lowland league, yeah. you're promoted, and the bottom two clubs in the third division get relegated. It's as simple as that. Well, that's the way I would do it. But then um, there's pros and cons to that, and I get that, and I know how hard it would be. Um, I don't. I, I, I disagree with clubs saying, "Well, we can't get promoted because X, Y, and Z." I disagree with that. I think they should immediately be promoted, mm. and um, because that's a competition. It's like saying, "Well, they take a part in the Scottish Cup this year because they'll win." Mm. I think that's just a nonsense. Um, yeah, I get the financial burden it causes, but again, if clubs have got Kim bags of money to spend on players, then they should have bags of money to, to prepare themselves to get. Promoted and, and even relegated at a point. Yeah. 
So what 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 do you make of the? There's been talks of potentially putting under twenty teams in the high league. Do you think that would that would be a bad thing in terms of kind of ruining the league or not? What do you mean under twenty teams? Do you mean senior clubs? You mean? Yeah, I mean like for example, like your Aberdeen's, your say your Ross County under under twenties. Um, no, I don't think it's a good thing at all. To be honest, mm. I really don't. Um, because all you're doing there is the under, say the under twenties at Ross County, for example, then um, farming players out to Clarks for a, just Clark or Forest or Bayern, whoever. Yeah. Cannot that goes by the wayside. So what you're going to find it then is, then you'll find that that clubs will struggle, and you might even lose them to the Highland League because they want to have the players. You know mm-hmm. what I'm getting at? So. Yeah. Say Ross County flood the, the Highland League with their under-20s club, so that's 25 players or whatever. So that 25 players then might not be farmed out mm. because they're, they're, they're competing in the league. So no, I'd, I thought that's the sort of thing that will destroy the Highland League if you allow that to happen. Mm. Um, I wouldn't have any issues, for an example, the Aberdeenshire clubs for Aberdeen, um Cove Rangers now because they're, they're, they're a division club Peterhead um, as they've done in the past um, playing in their under 20 league I've got, I would have no issues with that at all yeah because uh, that wouldn't have a detrimental effect to the to the home league itse- itself thank you for listening to this interview you can keep, keep up to date with the podcast by subscribing on Podbean or you can listen to on iTunes For all our content, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Hope you can join me next time for another interesting interview.